This podcast is rated off the realness. Explicit fucking content. Wrestling fans, welcome to episode 45 of the Basin Boogers podcast. 45 episodes. Cold 45. We're, uh, fuck. <laughs> we, we were a little fucking off our shit in the in the pre-show, so... It, Rated off for real, this. That's right. If you hear some fucking, some random laughing... There's gonna be a lot of swing. <laughs> a lot of curse words. Uh, I bought a bottle of JMO. So, fucking Rich is drinking. I'm fucking tired. Yeah, he's, he's I'm tired. fucking... I'm wired. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still wondering about that bottle of cough medicine. Listen, I was... I had a coughing fit on a Friday night. It was a Saturday night. One of those nights, and I need to fucking sleep. Party night. It's Theraflu for sleeping. It's not Theraflu. Yes, that is. That's the ghetto Theraflu. That, that's right. Theraflu, you fucking... You pour into... A cup like fucking tea into hot, in hot water. Oh, and what is that? That's it's, like that's ghetto Robitussin. You can Robitussin. That's good for you. I'm not. I wasn't drinking to get fucked up. I don't eat. I hate alcohol. But you could if you wanted to. I could, but I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, not, not that I would. I mean, because you know, leave my leave my medicine, bro. I need that. Yeah, you great, got plenty great, of shit to drink. Just don't touch my medicine, okay? Who do you think of that? All right. Alright, so, medicine. as always, I am Rich the Riz, here with my bro Jer. Yeah, man, fucking, it's me, it's me, it's Basement Jer. <laughs> there you go. I know you got a lot of, uh... Coming at you from the Brooklyn basement. That's where we are. An undisclosed location. You heard I told him you're in Brooklyn. I didn't say where in Brooklyn. Alright. Yeah, you're right, Brooklyn's fucking big. Yeah. So, uh, you got a lot of NRB. I, got, uh, I do have stuff. You know, not all of us gonna make it. Because I'm looking, I'm like, I don't even like all this shit. Like, do you want to do that first, run through, and then... <clears throat> I will have a phase known as the lightning round, in which I will read the news as fast as possible, because it's just... I fucking... Like, there's, there's a lot of non-news. A lot of non-news. Sorry, before you get to that, last week... We had news about uh, Matt Hardy and Rebby Sky having uh, she's pregnant. The first man of the house. Yeah, and fucking. So I watched his um, uh, what's he called? Uh, ta- uh, Tales from the Throne. He's got. A, Is he uh, podcasting from the toilet? It's a, it's 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 a five minute thing, and no, he actually apparently ha- owns a number of thrones. Actual thrones, like kings. Yeah. There's got to be a psychological was, problem somewhere here. Yeah, don't say. Anyway, so so he he was talking about the kid and um that she's having a boy, and I thought back to the fact that there's finally a man in the house, and I almost fell off my fucking chair. Just just listen to shit in my head. So I just had to mention that because I thought it was funny. So as we all know, I am doing the NRB from now on mm-hmm. uh, because then there's a lot of for rich to do. As I do now, I no longer report on Raw. And I'm, I really pay too much attention watching SmackDown to fucking write shit about it. So, I'm the news guy. I'm bringing it to you. Here goes nothing. So, if you remember, uh, Heath Slater's been missing. So, they obviously broke up the team of Titus O'Neil, uh, Slater Gator. Yeah, Slater Gator. So, that's why. That's the reason you have Tyson Kidd and Cesaro together. Is to fill that gap. 
I think, actually heel tag team. I think the Masters of the WWE Universe are fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a more entertaining gimmick than uh, Slater Gator. Anything Cesaro does is great. Anything Tyson does is great. Is uh, Him and his fucking cats. I, uh, yeah, I feel for Titus. Maybe they'll find something for him to do. I mean, Darren Young's back. So maybe they can pick that up. Or not. Mm. You know? So, the reason Lawler... Wasn't on Raw, mm-hmm. like you had said last week, mm-hmm. was uh, he's got the Brock Lesnar thing. Uh, yep. uh, hold on a second. I have the word here. Uh, diverticulitis. There you go. Yes. High five. All Fucking right. words. <laughs> Shit. Words, man. Which is why Booker T was there instead. Now, I did not watch Raw. Mm-hmm. Was there a shucky ducky quack quack? I think there was. I saw it tuning them out. Oh, there was? I think there was. You know oh. I don't like Booker T on announce. Well, you bet. I don't think he's going to be using it again because remember, Vince watches Raw. Yeah. But JBL doesn't think Vince is listening. <laughs> he only thinks he's watching. So who fucking yells at them in their earpieces now? It's probably... Brawler? Huh? Brawler? Imagine. <laughs> I don't know. I think Triple H is in the headsets. He's, he's everywhere, that fuck. Mm-hmm. WWE is scheduled to hold another... Tryout camp three weeks from now at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. You going? I'm going, bro. Because cool. I think they can use me, man. I think I make great enhancement talent. I'll take a bump. Yeah, I'll sell. I don't care. I'll lose every fucking week. I'll put you over, brother. Nice. And I'll give you the rub. The rub. Hey, Give now. you the jar rub. Dude, oh, oh, dude, dude, you got to say that for after... The podcast. It's, the rest, it's a wrestling term. Oh, oh, that rub. Oh, okay. You okay. know how working with Cena is like the Cena rub? Yeah, I thought you were talking about the other thing. No, that's that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's for friends only. You have to really know me. <clears throat> you think you know me? Back to the show proper. Because mm. <laughs> we are so fucking proper, you know. Tonight is Friday. Mm-hmm. WWE Hall of Faber. The former voice of Raw, Jim Ross, hmm. and uh, CM Punk are going to be on the same show. Uh, they're doing a show called um, Inside MMA. It's mm-hmm. tonight at 10.30 Eastern. I don't have AXS TV, but you could probably get it online by now. Yeah, probably. I'm going to check that out eventually. Yeah. Um, maybe tomorrow. <clears throat> He's going to promote his shows. And Punk, obviously. Yeah, see. More shit for the fight. It's like, yeah, I never fought before, but uh, come watch. Come watch me maybe win, maybe lose. I don't know. You know, it could be anything. This one's not scripted, right? Shit. Nope, nope. It's real. You can fuck. <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of people say, like, some of it is. But that's just to sell, you know, fights. Yeah. You gotta do stuff like that anyway. I don't know if you... You don't have Netflix, do you? The wife does, so, yeah. Alright, so... A lot of the... WWE stuff are getting pulled off. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I'm noticing I'm missing a lot of WWE shit that used to be there. Mm-hmm. And on iTunes also. Yeah. Just so, you know, so people get the network instead. And they, they want on 9 I know it's not very interesting, but... Hey, I, if you're wondering why you can't get your wrestling shit on Netflix, you should probably get the WWE network. You should get the network anyway. They were talking about it on SmackDown that I know you didn't listen to. Fucking, they gave you the breakdown. Because they're not talking about the fucking matches. Buy it on pay-per-view. It's $55. That's a network. It's 10 bucks. Alright, I will say 
there are certain pros to pay-per-view. And they're very minor. They're visual. Yeah. Uh, the resolution's higher. Hmm. And it's more steady. Yeah, the network, sure you get a couple of hiccups, but come on, you're saving $45 I like money. a month. Fucking, just fucking, you go in and save 45 bucks. You fucking do you it. You can type into your search bar, mm-hmm. okay? Macho Man. Mm-hmm. And I watched the Mega Powers versus the Mega Bucks, yeah. which was a team of Andre the Giant and Billy Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Mm-hmm. And they fought at a SummerSlam. It was a good fucking match. It was fun. Uh, Jesse Ventura was a special guest referee. Nice. Was he all flamboyant wearing fucking feather earrings and shit? No, he had like a thing on his head, but it looked almost normal. Okay. And, uh... Is it, it's bad that when I was a kid, I thought he had cancer because he was doing that fucking whole band, headband... What do you call that thing? Fucking do-rag thing? I do-rag. didn't I didn't know what cancer was until I was like in junior high school, so... Wow. You're smarter than I am. I don't fucking know. <laughs> or maybe I was just sheltered. It's like, oh shit, does he have cancer? So does apparently, there was like uh, a promo on Raw from the Ascension, and uh, it was quite controversial. So after their promo aired, um, I saw a tweet from Lance Storm. He was hot. Lance Storm was pissed. Oh yeah, Lance Storm. Lance Storm's uh, pulling a Jerry. He's boycotting. Yeah, that's right. Me and Lance Storm, we're a team. Different reasons. Um, I didn't hear the promo. Uh, Rich is probably going to tell us about it later. You bet. So, pretty much uh, Road Warrior, who's uh, John Laurinaitis' bro, Joe Laurinaitis, mm-hmm. uh, he said, A monkey fashion to your heat, I understand. Do it in a disrespectful way. Well, that's another issue. That's low. It has no place in the business. Where does it end? And, what? Where does it end? And I usually are just are. Yeah, I, I read that and... I hate this. <laughs> so basically... I think he's the reason why wrestlers have their uh, promo scripted. Just messed up by Joe, by Joe Lord. I just impression. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, needless to say, I need to stop fucking reading shit and just fucking... Without, without getting in too into the promo yet, I'll just say they don't have the luxury of writing so of writing their own shit. Someone is writing it for them. The delivery wasn't bad. I'll I'll, I'll get to it later. But they gotta remember, like Lance Storm, for example, and Lauren Ida's here. The Ascension didn't write that. They didn't ask to have the gimmick. And I still I like people jumped on them as soon as the fucking first vignette aired. Saying, oh, they got shoulder, they got shit on their shoulders, so they're trying to be the road warriors. And I'm like, that doesn't fucking mean shit. I, well, I can't wear shoulder pads? Yeah. If I wear shoulder pads? It's not even shoulder pads. There's no spikes. It's fucking, I don't know what the fuck it looks like. It looks like, like Egyptian fucking, uh, don't the Egyptians wear like some kind of weird shoulder pads? Like yeah. Some kind of fabric or something? So, and, and they have like a triangle of paint on their fucking forehead. Yeah, like the fucking pyramid. And they yeah. have the Eye of Osiris painted on them. Yeah, and fucking whatever. So it's... It's an Egyptian warrior gimmick. Yeah, so people jumped on it. Oh, ro- road warriors. Which... Would they, they be built as that anyway? Because they said a throwback to the 80s, so they really painted themselves into that. Well, that... 
Uh, they didn't say that. No, but rumor, the rumor the mill said, said it, and that's kind of the vibe. And I think the IWC is just fucking up the Ascension. I got, I got to admit, and I know we're part of it, but we're. I'm, I'm def- I'm not speaking for you. I'm defending them because you don't speak for me. I don't. That's right. I don't try to. <laughs> I, just, I don't know what the fuck I would say, but just brown. <laughs> <laughs> But fucking... You can't say that. You told me you I can't, can't... You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, you can't... Like, just because they, they got shit on their shoulders and they have some face paint, that doesn't make them anything like the Road Warriors. They never said, oh, what a rush. But the, it, the IWC just jumped on it. They said, oh, they look like they're from the 80s. Oh, they got shit on their shoulders and a little bit of face paint. They're the Road Warriors. They're trying to be the Road Warriors. No, they're not. They're just doing what they're fucking told to do. Sometimes going head first at what the IWC says can be good. Like you, you kind of like cutting the legs out from under them. It's like like if they challenge you, you challenge them right back, and then you'll win. This case, I think it's not working. The writers, creative, decided to write a, uh, write a promo for the Ascension, basically calling out the Road Warriors, which obviously you know not really calling them out, but saying, "Oh, we destroy them." I think that's calling them out. Aren't they like the greatest tag team, like one of the greatest tag teams of all time? Yeah. I I always like Demolition better. That's just like your opinion, man. But yeah. like, either way, you would rank them in the top ten. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Top 15. Alright, now you're crossing the line. <laughs> you're, you're, you might have Joe Laurinaitis coming after you, buddy. Maybe. Anyway. I, I, I might not be able to help you with that. So I, I'm just saying. Well, you wouldn't have my back. Yeah, man, from like... Right behind you, man. I'll be right behind you the whole way. When you turn around, you'll see me, bro. <laughs> I'll be right behind you. You can I'll see across the street, right? <laughs> anyway. I'll be there to back you up. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just saying. Bicycle on the corner. They, they didn't. The they, they, didn't they didn't ask for the pain. They didn't ask for the fucking shoulder shit. They didn't write that promo where they called him out. Someone else fucking did that. One of the writers did that. And I think it's... I thought it was stupid. I'm not blaming the Ascension for it. They're a great tag team. They can fucking get it done in the ring. They look dominant. They are dominant. They need to put them in... They need to put them in the ring with a real tag team. As opposed to fucking ham and eggers like they've been doing. I'd like to thank my broadcast partner and Ascension apologist, Rich the Riz. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) For his opinionated opinion. Thank you. It's valid, and I hope you. I hope for your sake that um, the ascension go far, and uh, I'm gonna see how this plays out. I'm gonna give them a shot. I'm not gonna bury them. Good. Uh, speaking of IWC, uh, IWC fanboy Paul Triple H Levesque mm-hmm. is going to be inducted into the 2015 International Sports Hall of Fame. Whoop to do. In case you're wondering. Why should I care about the International Sports Hall of Fame? I mean, it's got Evander Holyfield, okay, who's five-time world boxing champion, also missing, like, part of his ear. Mm-hmm. I think he had, like, I don't know, fuck it. So There's a hungry opponent. Yeah, uh, Mike Tyson did it. Uh, eight times Miss Olympia bodybuilding champion Linda Murray, martial artist and world-renowned movie star, Michael Jai White, he was in Spawn, and uh, an episode of Arrow. Who do you play in Spawn? 
Spawn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. 11-time world <laughs> kickboxing champion Don Wilson and world powerlifting champion Ed Cohen. Why does, why, why does Triple H belong here? Uh, to bring some publicity to that, because other than Michael Jai White and Evander Holyfield, no one outside of the genre of powerlifting and shit has ever heard of him. Of yeah, that. but these are all like real sports guys. Yeah, but it brings and he's more. He has a wrestler. He's a sports entertainer. He was a powerlifter. H. Yeah. Not like these guys. Not recently. How do, you, how do you think he knows Arnold? I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I care. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Um, you ever wonder what it would be like? What's the next... What do you think the next step in sports entertainment is? Uh, the next step after the WWE Network? As far as, like, reaching the fan base? Or? Like, uh, medium. Like, experiencing it. You know, we had the network. You have the games. You have going to the show. No, that's not fair, because I know where you're going with this. Okay. <laughs> so, being that you know what I'm going to talk about here. Virtual reality. That's right, Rich. They're currently in the early stages of testing out virtual reality technology, dude. Whatever, whatever they do, that's got to be. Dude, I can wrestle divas. I don't know if it's going to be that complicated at first. Maybe it's like you're like in the action. Like you can be as close as you've ever been. Dude, I can sell the rear view. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. I don't... Alright, maybe eventually. Her... Whatever they call it. Her sting face. Yeah, because five years from now is not the same as five years from now ten years ago. You know what I mean? Right, because that was five years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I'm saying is technology-wise, yeah, further, it, it, moves, it grows faster. It, yeah, everything, every year, every bit of technology gets cheaper, uh, cheaper to make, um, more features in it, fucking processors get faster and smaller, memory gets faster and smaller, it's fucking, it's a very interesting, technologically, it's a very interesting time. To How do you life. think it would start out? Like, maybe it would do, like, a... Like, you could explore the, like, the backstage area. Like, like if you were walking through, like, you could see, like... Diva's locker room. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that would be... But they'd probably keep that, you know... Because everybody's going to be able to use it. So, it's going to be like being in a game, almost. Like, you'd have to have the same parameters. If they, if they the cock-block game. me in virtual reality, I think it's just too much reality for my v- virtual reality. Well, I don't mean, like, a game, but, like, say there's a match... Like, you could be as close to the action as, like, a camera. Like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, you could... Oh, shit. Like, but not too close, because it's kind of hard. Because, like, you can see. Because, obviously, a lot of things, it's, it's a work. Yeah. We don't know it's a work. You know, you they don't want to get too much, too they, close. So they can make it better. Yeah, but, like, you're there. It's like you're there. Like, you're in a seat. Like, the best seat's in the house. You know what I mean? Like, if he was on commentary. You see, like, the, you gotta see the ropes, fucking wrestling going on and shit, and you, and you like, press a button and you change that, which side you're, you're at. That's cool. You can even do, like, an overhead. Can I jump the rail and get thrown out? Yeah, sure, I don't know. 
That'd be kind of cool. I think that there's a there's a, a lot of uh, different things they could do with that, and I think they should get on all of that, like um, Tiva's locker room and shower and shit. Just saying. They're currently testing the VR content at the Performance Center, but the technology is still a long way from being reality. It's very, very early in testing. So, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch and, oh, what's what's her name? Um, Alexa Bliss. Yes. What about that other chick, uh, Carmella? Oh, yeah, Carmella. She's at XT, too. Blue Pants! Yeah, Blue Pants. <laughs> she got a win last week. Oh, shit. Who, who should be? Carmella. What? Clean? Yeah. Uh, uh, what should we call it? Um, Enzo accidentally distracted Carmella. Ah, right, good, good. It's the best way to do it. Two Blue Pants. I like how that's her name, too. It is a very creative name. It's like, and no one gives a fuck about you. After she won, they had pre-recorded, um, because you know how, um, Big Cass does her entrance? da 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 Da, they had pre-recorded that, and that was her exit music. Nice. That's that's nice. That's a nice touch. That's why I think she's awesome. I love that XT. It's like it's like the it's like an indie show for the fucking almost the whole world. Yeah. Soon to be uh, UK and Ireland on nineteenth Friday nights. They're moving to NXT. I think, oh, it's like it's all moving up. So Friday, Thursday, Thursday to Wednesday. It'll be Wednesday. All right. Good. Good. The, uh, TNA is going to be Friday nights. It's your favorite show. Are you ready? Are you ready to yes. fucking lift your 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 two pointer fingers in victory oh. over and over and over and over again? I think I need to remember how to do this. All right. Does yes. that look right? Yes. Yes. You're holding your and pointer I, fingers. I go. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yes. And repeat. Yes. 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 All right, I'm done. Daniel Bryan is going to be back next Tuesday night, January 13th. I believe I already said, yes, yes, yes. All right, I'm back in the groove. How excited are you? Pretty excited. My Red Bull's gone, but I got beer. I'm good. Um, I'm not that excited. They announced on SmackDown tonight that he's going to be in action. I know, but I'm not that excited. You're not now. You will. Maybe I will be one. I, I actually see him wrestling. I mean, the energy that he brings now is so, so far above the energy that anyone else brings. Like he's a, like, if I had to say, excluding him, the most energetic character or characters that we have are the Usos. If you think about that, do you think that Daniel Bryan? Befriended a gypsy. Do I think he befriended a gypsy? Yes. Because the only way I can explain this is gypsy magic. Because, like, a gypsy curse, that's super magical, right? But, like, maybe the gypsy blessed him to, like, have, to, like get super over. Because I can't explain why every time I see him, I'm marking out for him. Like, there's, he's great. there's no logical explanation. <clears throat> he's not the biggest guy. He's barely been on TV since he's been hurt. But when I see him, I'm like, yes. He's not the biggest guy, so do you think you don't have any what way I mean, to relate to him? He's been gone for a while. But it's like so he hasn't been gone. He's got... It, it's so amazing I because he might be from the gypsy. He started out with no charisma. And then it's kind of like he embraced having no charisma. And he accumulated so much anti-charisma. 
that he is super charismatic. So he sold his soul to the devil. Kinda. But when when you know when he was partnering with uh, Cain, maybe he got hurt because he didn't want to pay up. Let's let, let's let's do like a timeline of Daniel Bryan's charisma, a, a, like after he lost the championship to Sheamus in eighteen seconds, he won the tag titles with Kane. At the time, completely inexplicably, then they did the whole "I'm the tag team champions" thing, which started getting interest. I actually, at the time, started to get more interested in Kane because Kane was showing some comedic personality, which I thought was great. He had just come back with the mask on. Yeah. He's a heel for like barely any amount of time. Yeah. Then they did the the commercial. I think it was promoting. I don't remember what fucking pay per view was promoting, but the it was, it was like a movie uh, where they, where he was yesing at the table. They were oh, in the restaurant. Harry Met Sally. Yeah. That. Have I seen that? I don't think I've seen that. It's uh, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. There you go. Anyway, so it was that. So that showed more, more of Brian. And then, he just, like, with the yes and the no and the yes, like, his charisma just blew up somehow. It really is an intangible. There's no putting your finger on how it happened on what he did. I told you, so this was the King. That started. King's his connect. There you go. This is in. That's right. Speaking of SmackDown, starting next Thursday on its new night. May I quote Paige? Yes. Thursday! Okay, goddammit. <laughs> you, will, you will have your wish granted. White Bread is no longer a member of the SmackDown announced team. I'm okay with White Bread. Who's the announced team? Oh, I, fuck, I was supposed to write it down. Now I knew I'd forget. You will receive the company of Michael Cole, as usual, the voice of the WWE currently, mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler, and your boy, Byron Saxton. That's SmackDown? Yep, that is your new SmackDown announced team. That's going to be the biggest adjustment because there's only, like, to my knowledge, Saxton and Lawler haven't worked together. Before. As far as I know. At least recently, they haven't worked together. And not with Cole. So that's a completely new announced team. I'm predicting... I think it's to give more viewership for SmackDown. Because Lawler's burnt out. I, th- I think they're trying to phase out Lawler. Even though he's still doing SmackDown in pay-per-views. Um, I think him doing SmackDown is less stress for him than, than doing Raw. But honestly, I love the King. I respect... The shit out of the king. Everything he's done for the business, but I'm done. He, like he, he, I don't want to say he's old. He's old guard. Yeah, he's old school. He's, they should have changed him out with Jr. But they, you know, but they couldn't. They had to. They got. They got to bring new guys up. And I'm looking forward to Byron Saxton. Um, as fa- I mean, as fantastic as Byron Saxton is on ring announcing, because he sounds just like the Fink. Which is amazing. I like him a lot on commentary. He's I would say he's probably my third favorite current ish commentator. Second favorite being JBL. Mm. Or probably favorite. And then going back and forth to first second, whatever. Scott Sanford. Love Scott Sanford. 
Stanford. 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 He's doing the weather. He's on. He's on WPIX channel. Does he do sports for them? No, he just does news. He just does news, right? Mm-hmm. I don't watch the fucking news. That's why I, I have to check with you. I follow him on the Twitter. Oh yeah. Down for Raw, you're gonna have Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're always gonna have Michael Cole. Sorry. Yeah. You always have Michael. Cole. I'm okay with Michael Cole. JBL mm-hmm. and Booker T. What do you think? <sighs> Two Hall of Famers and Michael Cole. Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. I see. The the Booker T thing is is a part I don't like. I really don't like Booker. T. The when he was on commentary, because Brock Lesnar is a big dude. All right, Michael. He's one of the most dominant <clears throat> superstars. <laughs> Shuck it, duck it, quack, quack. No, no, no. He only does that for divas. <laughs> but when him and Kevin Nash did. That bit in TNA. Was it Kevin Nash? I don't remember. But um, when he did that bit in TNA when he was announcing as part of the main event mafia and they kind of, they took over the announce table, I thought he was just being a character and doing, and, and talking like that. But no, that's how he actually announces. As a character, it was funny. On a weekly basis for three hours every week, See if I remember this. No! 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 I like how you had to make absolutely sure you were going to knock your fucking beer over. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's fucking... It's vital. It's my lifeblood. Uh, for paper using... I got, I got some blood in my beer stream. You're still going to have Michael Cole, mm-hmm. Lawler, JBL. Uh, they had planned for a while to remove Lawler from Raw, mm-hmm. but because he had his heart attack, that kind of... Uh, change the time. Uh, you, you, you almost died, so let's keep you in this stressful position. Yeah. Let's, let's also not to kind of look kind of mean, I guess. Like, I get the that. The guy died. Fucking, he was dead. I guess if you... What, 34 seconds? Dude, if you die, you have to get a pass. I think if you die and come back, you get a pass. It worked for Jesus. You know. I guess. You'll enjoy this next bit of news. WWE and 2K Sports announced today that the WWE Supercard mobile game has surpassed 5 million downloads since it was released back in August. To contradict myself, 5 times, 5 times, 5 times, 5 times, 5 times a million, that's 5 million. Well, you're not surprised. I'm not surprised. WWE it's has free. a lot of fans. It's free. It's free. It's fucking dumb easy. And they just gave us 300 credits. And they gave us 300 credits for Christmas. Uh, no, 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 no. Holiday. For the holiday. No, man. No, for fucking Christmas. Did we get on to December 25th? Well, it's a late Christmas present. What do you spy? I'm just saying. I'm just glad to have gotten anything. It doesn't matter when you get it. It's the it's when you get it. So why is it going to be a Christmas gift? It's a gift. All right, holiday gift. It's okay, you have to. You have Yes. You, you've oppressed me. Yes. <laughs> you've oppressed I got my thumb right on fucking top of you. No. God damn it. Uh, the mo- Monday, January 5th edition of Raw, which was the first episode of the 2015 year, and the authorities returned, which I'm sure everybody was fucking excited for. Yeah. Averaged 3.76 million viewers, according to Nielsen Media Research. Who's the, where are these boxes? They don't have that many boxes. It's just that, um, like, there's probably... 
maybe a million people in the U.S. with a box. And then they, like, however many people um, with the boxes tune into whatever, they multiply it by wherever the fuck is. Fucking math, It's a percentage man. thing. Anyway, the 3.76 billion average for the show was up from last week's show. So apparently they did more ratings than that abortion I saw last week. Which I don't fucking get. I think this week was worse. Because I didn't even turn it on. This week was worse. Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I think I get it because it's the first Raw of the year. People are going to tune in. Mm-hmm. And they really shit the fucking bed. They had that much viewership. They could have gotten people more in. Instead, they banished us, me, mm-hmm. and refused to watch it. So, hour one had 3.801 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Hour two had 3.888 million viewers. Not to be confused with Triple H. We're talking about numbers, <laughs> not letters here, people. Please try to keep up. <laughs> hour three was 3.599 million viewers. So, it went up, and it went down. Went up a little, then it went down more than it went up. Yeah. So, this week's Raw finished second overall in cable, though, somehow. What was the number one? Uh, trailing only the VH1 reality show Love and Hip Hop. Wow. Yeah. That, that's something you can watch next week. I don't... I don't know how I feel about this. A lot of people are watching it. Dude, you gotta like it. You gotta watch it. You gotta I try was, it. What was I doing? Oh, I was watching Gotham. Oh. Okay. Fucking Gotham, which isn't that great of a show. Film in New York. The attendance record, This, by the way, just so you all know, this is 1% news for the 1%ers out there. Oh, okay. And by 1%ers, I mean the TNA fans. You. That's the TNA it. fans. That's right. Rich who represents the 1%, I'm bringing it to you right now. The attendance for last night's TNA Impact Wrestling tapings from the Manhattan Center was 450 to 500 fans. Small venue. I know. I've been there. With you. (laughs) Yeah. TNA President Dixie Carter was not in attendance at Impact. She had a previous engagement. She was in Chicago. She was doing media. Yeah. Something. Tommy Dreamer was backstage. Uh, The opening segment... For Impact featuring the wrestlers brawling outside of Manhattan Center was actually taped. Tuesday. Yes. There were a lot of production issues at Impact. No word yet on who directed the show. But it was not David Sahadi. Who, as you know, is the normal guy who directs their shows. He was out in California doing some shit. But uh, the reason was because they couldn't use their own equipment. That's right. They were using Manhattan Center's equipment. Mm-hmm. Not theirs. So they must have fucking left it in the station wagon... They had to park it over in the BNH parking lot, <laughs> and that didn't go too well. <laughs> yeah, because that shit closed. It's fucking tiny, that parking lot. That's right. It fucking got locked out of it. <laughs> and, you know, Sting's back got in the way, because the station wagon is also the Hall of Fame. His back got in the way. Like, oh, shit. It's, a, it's, it's the whole big issue. I don't want to damage that fucking bat. It'll hurt me. The WWE Hall of Famer Edge, uh, who you remember from uh, hey, last... Last week, oh, oh he's from Haven, and yeah. uh, he almost got murdered by Seth Rollins. Yeah, he said he's gonna kill him. He said he was gonna kill. Damn it, John! I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> no, I'll kill him. I swear to God. No, I'll oh, kill yeah. him anyway. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, screw it. Oh, what is it? You, you don't know me. Uh, yes, I'll kill him. Whatever the fuck. It was stupid. Anyway, uh, Taz. That's like every wrestler is gonna have their own podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Like oh, Taz someone else got a podcast now. too. Taz. 
He has a podcast called The Human Podcast Machine. Yeah, there's, no, there's another one. What else? Fuck. I don't remember. I know Piper has one. Mm-hmm. Austin, obviously. Piper, Austin, JR are the big ones. Taz, Taz is probably going to be good. Once once Dwayne gets time, I'm sure he'll do one. He'd, be, he'd probably be pretty good. We're talking about wrestlers, not actors. All right. <laughs> you brought him up. You know right the can along. of worms that Dwayne brings with oh, him. Oh, for sure one of the biggest Hollywood action stars. That's right. Okay. Although, I'm sorry. Batista was very good as Drax. That's right. And he's going to be Jinx. Mm-hmm. Not Jinx. Jinx was Halle Berry's character. And fucking... One of the James Bond movies with, uh, what's that dick's name? I don't know. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. But she didn't show her titties in that. No, because it's a James Bond movie. That was Swordfish. You watched Swordfish. You watched Swordfish from Halle Berry. Or Monster's Ball, which I haven't seen yet. That shit's fucking... I'll download it. It's intense. I'll watch it with my wife, I guess. Anyway... Fucking Edge was talking. I was. I actually listened to the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, he, he thought it kind of ran long, also. And uh, it was a little uncomfortable. Big Show holding him down like that for so long. Like he didn't think it was going to go that long. But it should enough. He said he don't, he only wants to show up to help, kind of like yeah. Jericho. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say about that. That's if you wanna, if you wanna, you know, if you want a fucking transcript, go fuck yourself. Go fucking go get it yourself. Because I fucking had to suffer through it. You could suffer through it too. Not saying it's fucking bad. I'm just saying like, I don't like interviews where the guy's on the phone. I don't like phone interviews. Uh, the quality suffers. Speaking of uh, speaking of suffering through podcasts, just to the Dixie Carter interview? No, I didn't. Did okay. you? Not yet. Oh. You said you, you said I you was going, going to, but I fucking forgot. Uh, I mean, it was it tomorrow. And we're back. Welcome everyone to the Basement Bookers Podcast. Thank you for showing love to our many, many sponsors. Make sure to use the code word BOOKERS at checkout. Let's see if that works. <laughs> Check in case they hey, this guy's a good at segueing into things. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll fucking, I'll sing a song. I'll fucking talk about your product. Fuck, we will sell out. Rich needs money for beer, okay? Red Bull doesn't fucking pay for itself. He does. And fucking... Come on. Uh, yeah, Jer- Jericho's songs that he sings on the podcast... Bad. Bad. <laughs> it's annoying. You expect more from a guy who has a band. I mean, Isn't he the singer? It's it's not that his, it's not the singing is it's bad. It's the lyrics. Right? It's bad. Isn't he hitting like a, a, a cowbell? He's got something. So he has a cowbell. Who the fuck's up? He need a cowbell. This podcast needs more cowbell. Yeah, fucking mount it right here. Just ping. I've got a fever. <laughs> this podcast needs more. Christopher Walken. Oh, man. We could get him as a guest. Yeah, he's... Now, now, now Rich, there is. I understand that uh, you want me on your show. That was a really bad Christopher Walken. No, that's good. I like it. Yeah, thanks, thanks. That's really good. Him, and we got to get a Gary Busey. <laughs> I don't think we can we can handle that kind of crazy. And I was I was telling you off air, I want to get Hulk Hogan in here, brother. Yes, obviously that'll be once we get some sort of fucking syndication and fucking sponsorships and shit. Well, let me tell you something, Rich. It's all about the pythons and milk. Something like what? Oh, <laughs> you feed milk to snakes? That's like deadly to them. Is it? I don't know. I, I, I didn't know you knew that much. I don't know. I, have you ever seen a fucking snake? Fucking bite a cow's udder. 
No. Well, there you go. <laughs> Deadly. Cows are dumb. <laughs> and uh, who else? Oh, I want to get um. I should get Eric Bischoff in here. I want to get Vince Russo in here. We can interview Vince Russo anytime. So, Vince Russo, what do you think about people saying that you totally destroyed WCW? In part, I 100% agree. But you know what? No one knows the whole story. Not even me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for stopping by. Anytime, Jared. I told you, he's just right outside. All we gotta do is open the window. <laughs> Vince! <laughs> no, we can't validate your parking. <laughs> Not validating your parking. <laughs> oh, I know how much you miss Rey Mysterio. Uh, but uh, there's no real plans. Gotta bring it down, don't you? <laughs> there's but this is good news. There's no real plans for him right now. So. Oh, which means they're going to bring him back in like two weeks with no real plans. He's going to feud with fucking just like nobody. He's probably going to show up in a Royal Rumble and get a little bit. They'll probably have him bury the masses of the WWE Universe. Oh my god, no. Because, you know, if they don't have a plan and they someone just says bring him back and he just comes back, that's what they're going to do. They're going to fucking do something stupid. They're just going to put him over someone that doesn't need... Doesn't deserve to be to be putting them over. Well, I'm saying things are being kept quiet, so I don't know if it's just throw people off that creative has nothing for them, or maybe creative just being told, just don't worry about it. It's a big secret. We don't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? Unless somebody's just fucking blowing smoke. Jamo's doing some good stuff, I gotta say. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, good man. I'm feeling it, man. I'm it's glad nice. you're feeling it. Um. In order to be uh, on point with uh, what you're going to talk to us about later, uh, the Dolph, the firing of Dolph Ziggler, right back in Eric Rowan. That was a work. I'm just saying. What? <laughs> you mean they weren't really fired on television? We, we got we got a listener or two or one. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names. The poor guy. He's not sure. He wasn't sure. <laughs> he, he he messaged me on the Facebook, and I, I assured him, like, no, it, it's a work. <laughs> My bro. It's okay, bro. It's all right, man. My dude. They took uh, Dolph Ziggler from off the live events to, you know, make it look legit. But not Rowan or Ryback. Yeah. And, no, they're not working the live events either. Oh, when I, when I read it that... Uh, yeah, they, they, they updated it. So, okay. you gotta keep up, dude. That's why I'm doing I read shit. it. I read it today. Yeah, okay. You got different sites. Um, the idea to add Seth Rollins to the triple threat match, mm-hmm. it's been... They've been thinking about doing it for a while. Yeah. So, it's not like they didn't have a plan for it. Well, this is the road to WrestleMania, and of course, anything they plan for WrestleMania happens months in advance. So, I'm sure... That um, this was thought about months ago, even. So, how would you like to hear more one percent news? Yes, love it. Wednesday's two-hour Impact Wrestling, by the way, because they're rebranding them as Impact Wrestling, which I think is good to get away from the TNA. Uh, it, feel, it makes it feel new uh, to me. And They've only been trying that for four years. Impact is like <clears throat> they're not trying as long as fucking Vince is trying to 
get them to call it sports entertainment and not wrestling or wrestling. What's John? What does John Cena do? He wrestles. Okay. He entertains. What does John Cena do? He entertains more than he wrestles. You're in sixth grade. He's a very. I come to your school and I ask you, what does John Cena do? He's a very entertaining guy. You seen him as a tag team partner? As a child, if a I wrestler. go to you, that's right. <laughs> he's a sports entertainer. He's a fucking wrestler. This is the second W, goddammit. it. That's it. It averaged two hundred and sixty-three thousand viewers. Little discouraging. Yeah. By comparison, the final first run of Impact Wrestling on Spike TV back in November drew nine hundred eighty thousand viewers. People had their DVRs set. No one knows who the fuck Destination America is. I mean, it's it is a strong number for Destination America, but it's they're not really. It's not a great sign for them. Uh, it's 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 really not. It's because Destination is is available in fewer homes. Like Spike TVs are more. I think Destination you get that for more channels. I think uh, de- um, TNA is better for Destination America than Destination America is for TNA because I think Destination America is going to use TNA and the additional viewers it brings them to leverage themselves into more homes. Like a peeping Tom, if you will. That's right, man. The season finale of the Monday Night War series is coming on Tuesday. That's right. Uh, the Bella Twins are good. This is a lightning round. Bella Twins will be appearing at the New Orleans Wizard World Convention on Saturday. Mm-hmm. NXT will be holding live events in Citrus Springs, Florida and Fort Pierce, Florida this weekend. Mm-hmm. And Lucha Underground will hold their next batch of television tapings later this month. Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. With shows scheduled for January 17th, 18th, 24th, and 25th from Boyle Heights, Los Angeles. So if TNA is 1%, then Lucha Underground is like half Point, percent? Yeah, it's like a half percent. I don't know, we might have like, like one or two Lucha fans out there. Lucha, Lucha. The promotion is in talks of bringing a lot of fresh faces for upcoming tapings. Last week, the Young Bucks tweeted about receiving an insulting offer to work a few shows. Alright about that. Yeah, they weren't really happy about the tweet. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure why would they, but they're going to still try to get them. So, if they're smart, though, a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they are part of the Bullet Club. They're huge in Japan. And that's it for the NRB. All right. Thanks for sticking with us. (laughs) You fucking made it. We have Rich DeRiz's rawest of raw notes. Got the rawest of raw notes. Before we get to the rawest of raw notes, I want to talk about um, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Global Force Wrestling present Wrestle Wrestle Kingdom Kingdom 9. Nice. We didn't even fucking plan that. (laughs) Good shit. Alright. Now, I know you haven't watched it, so I'm not going to disclose any of the results. That is my weekend viewing material. (laughs) But let me tell you, dude. First of all, someone should someone should have told me because now last Friday there was sorry last Saturday there was UFC pay per view which is ten to one. Of course, I watched the pre show which was from eight to ten. So from eight to one, I was watching UFC. Had a great time. I wasn't really tired yet. 
I said to myself, you know what, I could stay up another three hours. It doesn't start until two. Because I watch live. It doesn't start until two. You know what, I could stay up another four hours. No one told me it was a four-hour pay-per-view. So it started at two, it ended at 5.45. What's black on the outside and white on the inside? Oreo? John Jones's nose. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, that's out of nowhere. You're talking about the fight. That, <laughs> listen, that, that's a whole other conversation. I mean, I, I have, I got opinions on that. Is he indeed in love with the cocoa? Apparently. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the big controversy about that, if we're going to talk about that. Um, it's, uh, uh, he, he tested positive for cocaine post fight and he checked himself into rehab willingly. So that's that's good. Um, He's still lot. one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. Um, I, I I was reading some of the comments on the issue online, and there are some people saying that he should be. One comment chain in particular, I don't remember who the fuck posted. It was just a couple of fucking couple guys, uh, just fans and shit. One guy said that he should be stripped of the belt. Guy responded to that. Cocaine is not a UFC banned substance. Mm. And it's not enha- it's not giving him an advantage. Well, oh. the, the effects of cocaine means you're a little bit numb to pain and you're more aggressive. Oh, shit. Oh, so, shit. So, to focus on that for a second, currently, no, it is not a banned substance, so he should not be stripped of the belt. However... I think UFC needs to rethink that because of the effects of cocaine, of what it does to you, making you more aggressive and more resistant to pain. I mean, come on. If you remember, actually, fucking back just before I stopped watching, um, I don't remember who he who he was fighting. Um, was it the Chael fight? I think it was the Chael Sonnen fight where he broke his toe. He broke his big toe. Um during the fight, I think it was a two-round fight, maybe one, I don't remember. Um, but he had gotten, um, he had knocked Chael out right before the end of the round. So Joe Rogan's in the room, he looks down, and there's a fucking, you could see there's a split in the fucking skin between his big toe and second toe. I'd be crying. (laughs) Joe Rogan was fucking grossed out looking at it and shit. Um, fucking trainer sat him down and everything, whatever. They had, there was like five seconds left on the clock, whatever. They said that if, if, um, if Sun had, if Chael had lasted through the end of the round, Jones wouldn't have been, wouldn't, would not have been able to start the next round. Which means Jones would have lost the belt to Chael Sun. Wow. Now, if, I don't recall hearing anything about him being on cocaine for that, but, if cocaine can make you be able to fight through a fucking broken toe like that, fuck yeah, that's an advantage. The it secret makes, is the cocoa. If it makes you more aggressive, fuck yeah, that's an advantage too. Shit, this is this is a deep hole. So, right, so, so, in summary, while currently it is not a banned substance by the UFC, it should be in the future. It should be considering it is an illegal substance. There should be some sort of repercussions for that also. But considering it is not currently a banned substance by the UFC, he should not have the belt taken away from him. But I do agree the UFC needs to fix that. 
Does thing. this give him a black spot, you think? Like a mark? A round spot? <laughs> does it give him does uh, it give him a dookie stain? I think it does. Um especially as champ, you're as the youngest and as the youngest champ in UFC history. I think he should be sort of setting an example. I mean, like, we didn't have UFC when I was a kid, when I was growing up. But there are kids out there, they're like teenagers watching UFC. And they they have access to internet that we didn't have when we were kids. No shit. So having to come out that you're on cocaine and having your, basically your boss saying, we're, pl- we're proud that he entered rehab on his own, and that's it. It sends a bad signal. I think what he's saying, I think that's Dana White on the outside saying... You mean Dana White? It's his last name, asshole. Yeah. I mean, because, come on, I, I've seen him coming out of fucking... I've seen him on TMZ coming out of clubs at, like, 5, 6 in the morning and shit. I, what I'm saying is, I think that's his official response. Oh, yeah. I think behind the scenes, he's a little fucking pissed off. It's like, what? He's like, dude, I told you not to get caught with that shit. Because he, he has... He thinks like Vince... Yeah. So just think about what Vince, how Vince would react to something like that. The hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I I think Vince would sh- would strip him. Yeah, but that's that's a whole different story. Anyway, because believe it or not, UFC has a ban on weed, but not cocaine. They lowered it, uh, like you could do it for recreational or something. I don't remember because you you're training and you're at camp all the time. Doing all, I forgot what it was. Whatever. Anyway. Moving right uh, along. Yeah. Mean, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom 9. Let me... T- I'm, like I said, no spoilers because you haven't seen it yet. But dude, top to bottom, I haven't seen a pay-per-view this good. And JR even agreed. Since like WrestleMania 25. Wow. Like every match on the card was very good, very interesting, very entertaining. Matches where I had no idea who either guy was, great. You had, uh, you even had a shoot fight on it. Sakuraba versus... It's not there. Kazushi Sakuraba, who was known as the Gracie Hunter. Oh, shit. Uh, versus Minoru Suzuki. It was, uh... It was a shoot fight. That means a shoot fight. Yeah, uh, what they called? Uh, IW something rules. Where is it? IFC rules. So, um, basically UFC rules. Internet, independent film channel. IFC. Not, not the other one. Oh, oh. I think it's a national fight committee. Um, basically, it was UFC type. There's no pins. You can only win by knockout or submission. Wow. Um, not scripted. Very good, very stiff match. Almost, almost like some parts, almost like European style stiff. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of snug matches. Stiff. It was very Strong good. style. It was very good. Um, the AJ Styles match. Always good. He didn't try to kill anybody with the with his finisher. I can't answer that. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> I'll watch it tomorrow. You know, I'm not going to give any clue as to who did what. Good. I'm just telling you the who's and the what's. I, and the what's is awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And the who's are also awesome. <sighs> A lot of good shit happened. A lot of good fucking fights. Um, Interesting that uh, JR commented. I think he, he said something like uh, that he thinks the... Uh, the film crew had uh, they were they had no idea that J.R. and Matt Stryker were there. This not a spoiler, 
really. But Jaron Stryker, never on TV. Not, like, not even background. They um, weren't on camera at all. I feel like uh, the, the way they used to do Raw back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> way back. Yeah. When, uh, they, 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 well, they wouldn't be there. It'd be, like, at the studio. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It was weird. I mean, because there was, there was a bunch Didn't of stuff. like, a blue screen at one point? Like, like it, they, it would show them, like, like, the fans would be behind it, but they weren't really in front of the fans. Jeez. Because that's pre-green screen. Yeah, they did that. They used to use on Star Trek with blue screen. They did that. But, yeah, it was, um... Cause it, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff happening around ringside, too. For, uh, for a portion of the night. And it's just... I don't know where the fuck they were. They were there. Somewhere. They were at ringside. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, as I expected, great commentary, very good chemistry. It, it took them, I'd say, probably about two matches to really find the rhythm between the two of them. Matt Stryker was in his glory. He was giving us random stats, crazy shit, knowing that. They could have like, did that shit by Skype if they wanted to. Probably. <laughs> and JR was on point. Um, I didn't. It didn't negatively affect me at all that three quarters of the wrestlers I had never seen or heard of. Uh, because the com- work spoke for itself. The work spoke for itself, and JR and Matt Stryker gave me. The they background. made you understand like the matches, like what the history was going on, why are these guys fighting. Exactly, it told well, a story. Yeah. Plus, uh, there was even one match where uh, there were representatives from uh, PW Noah. Okay. Which was sort of kind of. It's a taboo thing to do for, uh, like, in, in Japan, they don't cross promote like that, kind of like here. But for this one, they did, which was cool. Well, do they explain, like, why somebody's working a body part? Yes. Yes, yes. Dude, JR, oh. Matt, JR and Matt Stryker. Good. Does you see he's working the leg because he can't stand on it if it's hurt. <laughs> Something like that. You're, you're going to love it. So that's all I have for us in mind this week because... Jerry here hasn't seen it yet. You're going to watch tomorrow. Do you want to take notes so we can talk about it next week? I'll probably jot a couple things down that I like. All right. So I'm not going to fucking recap it for everyone. I hate when fucking people do the whole fucking show on paper. I fucking watched it, damn it. Speaking of the rawest of raw notes. Do you know what raw notes mean? It means notes. It means things here and there. Alright, so we're all open, and Cena oh. apologized to his co-workers. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> the authority came out, they thanked Seth, they thanked Cena, and, uh, which, this was a surprise. Actually, they made the triple threat match at the Rumble. I was surprised that, uh, that happened. I was surprised they Were made, you? I was surprised that they, they make a triple threat, yeah. I mean, sure, it's supposed to be, to make Cena, like, the less likely to win. But Brock doesn't have to be involved in the decision. And I hope that next week, when Brock is there, because I think Brock's going to be next week, I don't know. I hope it's a quite... What the hell? I hope he's there next week, so that... Is he going to address this? I hope so. Him or Heyman or both, so that they could say, listen... We gotta deal with Rollins, but the shit ain't cool. What if Heyman's is is anime? What they what they should do? What I it, like as Heyman, or even as Brock, the plan would be tossing it out of the ring, and Rollins lays down. 
That's it. And Rollins isn't going to lay down. Right. That's that's the whole drama of it. But, you know, if since they do have that working relationship, that's what should happen. That's what I would fucking write in there. I mean, he does have the briefcase. By the way, that reminds me of another thing I'd want to ask Hogan about is the fucking finger poke of doom. Uh, it was legit, bro. It wasn't oh. a work. It was a shoot. I, I would say, I'd say to him, dude, really, looking back, was that really a good idea? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you something, brother. Is it not possible for him to channel all the power of Hulkamania <sighs> into his fingertip and the force of Hulkamania just... Well, well, let me tell you something, brother. I haven't seen that sex tape. However, if what you just said were possible, <laughs> I think I would have heard about it already and it would have come from rumors of that sex tape. I think you're just taking this to a different brother. level. Brother. Brother. <laughs> uh, this is, this I mean, is derailed. If you could harness it in your fingertip, couldn't you harness it in another kind of That's tip? That's not how it works. What? That's not how it works. I, no, yes. <laughs> Come on. You don't know how it works. That's so, not how it so works. there's only one tip, one specific tip that you can harness the all this power tip. into? Like you just meditate. What about that fucking fingertip? That's not the one you used to win the match. <laughs> not the middle finger. You use the pointer finger. You just... Oh yeah, that, that's Austin's superpower. Oh, fucking mess. Got fucking charge me along to this fucking muddy mess. All right. Fucking Monday Night Raw. So they announced John Cena Appreciation Night. Uh, they, uh, they vow that there will be a new authority with no favoritism, and everyone is going to earn their keep. And they announced Ben is Barrett versus uh, Dolph Ziggler for the IC title next. And then we come, we come, we see the announced scene now, and it's Booker instead of King, and Eden instead, instead of Lillian. I don't know what the fuck was up with Lillian, however, not complaining. Uh, Eden is definitely much easier to look at. Um... Book instead of King, I was kind of like, eh, because one's old, one's annoying. Or you, you think uh, Booker T's jokes are better than King's? No. Is Booker T basically doing the same shit he does on the pre-show? Like, what he has to do here is he has to he has to weaken him yeah, in I, order to win the match. I actually <laughs> think, I, would, I, would actually, I, I actually want you to watch Raw. I don't watch Raw. Watch Raw. No. Tell me, because Raw. I think... <laughs> Booker was actually quiet for the first hour, hour and a half. He was pretty quiet. Wow. 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 It's weird. Probably warming up. I don't know what the fuck. Whatever the fuck he does. So, Banners Barrett versus Dolph Ziggler. Dolph got a quick win with the crucifix. And then, Cocaine comes out. Oh, no. uh, First, he won the crucifix. Then Barrett attacked him. Attacked him in the shoulder. Throw him around the ringside and shit. Can't start a match. Yeah, then Kane came out and made two out of three falls. And then he lost. Dolph's off, one nothing. Wasteland. Oh yeah, it was a quick boot and Wasteland for the second fall. Doctors actually came out to check on Dolph, and they cut to commercial, and Dolph agrees to continue as soon as they come back. Quick boot, another Wasteland. Two! Another kick out at two! And Kane on the apron, super kick to Kane. Bull hammer to Dolph. Let me guess. Cole was like, Oh, yeah, it's a brand new authority, right? It looks like more of the same old thing. And JBL's like, well, Dolph Ziggler, he's the Intercontinental Champion. He says he's a fighting champion. Was he, he won the match once. He can't win it again. The JBL part was actually more accurate. All right. Cole, Cole I, I think I've heard Cole enough that I just tune him out. 
Oh, and okay. he's just saying blah, 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 authority, blah, blah, bad. What? Uh, Raw's already off to a great start, Michael. Hey, Authority's back. Happy days are here again. <laughs> so since John Cena Appreciation Act, they, sh- they showed the video of Cena's debut. When he came out against Kurt Angle. And the fucking the red tights. Yeah, the fucking whack-ass haircut. As opposed to? The whacker ass haircut. He had more hair then. Like the the top had more hair. Like he's like, I, ho- I hope you can't see me because my hair. He was smaller then too, right? He's bigger then. Was he bigger then? Ah, uh, he was. He was more cut then. Oh, it's now he's off the juice. Okay. Yeah, now he's just stacked in general. Alright, I'm not so, saying I have no proof or evidence that Cena was ever on steroids. I'm making a joke. We're just talking here. You take any of this shit seriously, you need to go outside. You need to shut this off, you need to go outside. <laughs> Surreal to some people. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking box, man. Fucking I, I, It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I, I can never, ever name a kid Mark. Ever. <laughs> ever. It would be the worst the thing I could do. Uh, you're such a Mark. Yeah. What if, what if, <laughs> what if, what if your wife got pregnant as she she will not budge on naming your son Mark. She will not budge. She really wants it. Will you allow this? She's not budging. What am I going to do? You should be like... I'll just be like, babe, it's all on you. Dude, you're like, you want me to love this kid? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> man? You're hurting his chances here. Dude, I can make it a total work. <laughs> I can, I, dude, I can work him every fucking day. I'd be like... I, I could convince him the whole thing is real. <laughs> and never, ever, ever, ever let him in on it. I would have to. You have to keep him from the internet. He would be a total mark. Dude, he'd get his ass kicked in school. What do you mean it's not real? Dude, it's... Dude, fuck My that. dad told me... He'll be hitting stunners on kids. Yeah, okay. That's how real it'll be. <laughs> All right, you got You got to make that happen. I will. Your son, Mark. <laughs> no. So backstage, Renee talks to Roman Reigns. Um, oh no! Uh, something about believing that punching people in the mouth. Oh, the believe that actually isn't the bad part. Oh. He says, "I don't know what to expect from show." The show doesn't know what to but, expect from but me. Big Show can expect the man that's faster than a speeding bullet that can leap. Over a tall building in a single bound. And it's more powerful than a locomotive. Not Superman. The big show can expect me. Believe that. Uh, I don't know. What would do? Are you trying to make him a heel? When I, when I told you that I, I wrote a lot of stuff pretty much verbatim. You usually do. Why are you punishing them? But you're making them go through this again. I'm punishing you. The Raw is terrible. You had Whoever is writing for Roman Reigns, please, please. Stop. He's a, Sure, he has a Superman punch, but he's the Samoan Thor. Give him... Does Thor have a line? Thor doesn't have lines, does he? He talks funny. Like, verily. <laughs> has <laughs> Verily, I shall punch him in the mouth. Forthwith. Straight I require a horse. Something fucking A. So there was a Bray Wyatt pre-recorded promo. He said, uh, 
Dean's going away. You're going to do your time, make your bed, and you're going to rot in it uh, when I slam the ambulance door shut. You're a lost soul, forever trapped in your own nightmare. The devil is real, and tonight he walks beside me. That was cool. It's a cool promo. He's so fucking dumb. He's pretty great. <sighs> so now... Look, I'm trying to survive this raw shit. I didn't even watch it as I'm being tortured here. So now the Ascension come out. And that's when they did a promo. And ask for a mic. So they say there have been dominant tag teams in the past, like Demolition. Like, I think Victor was talking then, and uh, Connor says, and we destroy them. Road Warriors, we'll throw them off the road. And he's like, they say they used to say, oh, what a rush. More like, oh, what a joke. Like, welcome to the wasteland. That's not a big deal. And Unless somebody died by being run off the road. Now nah, that was uh, Cliff Burton. Okay. That was a nice patch, supposedly. Then pulled the bus off and then fell on it. But yeah. For all you Metallica fans out there. Anyway. Old school shit. So then they uh, they fought two unannounced jobbers. Victor won with an STO. Uh, knocked down... Sorry, Victor hit an STO. Knocked down the partner. Hit the fall of man. Just like actually what happened on SmackDown. JBL shit on the jobbers saying they uh, got them from the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, throwback to his Eddie Guerrero feud? Guess so. <laughs> Rusev and Lana are backstage. They offer us advice. Keep uh, us Americans, keep our nose out of Russia's business and out of other countries' business. Only Vladimir Putin can lead the world to peace and prosperity. Rusev is the only undefeated rises above the rest. He's not undefeated. He just hasn't been pinned. Right. What is she talking about? He hasn't been defeated. That doesn't mean he hasn't lost. That's a very confusing thing. It's a very thin line. John Jones, as you were talking about before, hasn't been defeated. That doesn't mean he hasn't lost. And he's a heel. Yeah. He, he lost to Matt Hamill by oh. DQ. Uh-huh. The deaf guy. Hey. Yeah, pretty much. That's fucked up. <laughs> You're such a dick. Well, you're, they can't hear you're, me. You're an old fuck. Oh, that's it. We're done. We're off the air. We just lost all seven listeners. God damn it, no. Do you know how he lost? How he uh, how uh, he got disqualified against Matt Hamill? You didn't hear him coming? <laughs> Twelve six elbows. Oh, shit. You can't he, do that. Yeah, he had him down. He was ground and pound and... I think he was trying to go like, well, theoretically he was trying to go like this, but he was going like this to him, his fucking head. Was it one of those things where you think he got himself disqualified intentionally when no. he could have won? No. Oh, okay. No, he would have won. He flat out would have won. So he was a heel. He did the heel thing. I don't know if he was lost in the moment or it was the fucking cocaine or whatever it was. It was like, yeah! It was like, this is probably six, seven years ago at this point. Oh. Uh, well, he's even younger. He's what, 27? Something like that. So, um, he had my handle down. He was fucking elbowing his head straight down. And ref pulled him off because it hit a couple times. And Hamill was out. It was at the point. He was out, laying flat on his back, not moving. Pools of blood in his fucking eye sockets. It was fucking... Wow, that's probably it was a damage. Really cool. No, I mean, like, it wasn't coming out of there. It was no, but down. the lasting effects... Yeah. It looked really cool. You should fucking check it out online later. Look at the images. Cool. It, was, it looked really cool. Reigns hits the ring. We go to commercial. Uh, then they show for Senior Appreciation Night. 
Cena versus JBL for the title at WrestleMania. That's when he got it the first time, right? Yep. That was and pretty cool. Of course, JBL was bitching that they showed Cena beating him. It was great. So we had Reigns versus Big Show. There was an early spear by Show. Kick out at two. Reigns selling the Mitch section the whole time. Oh, is this what Show uses his insane upper body strength to lift the steps? Later. JBL says the, uh, that the, the abdomen wall gets cut open for the surgery that Roman Reigns had, and he's wondering if he's fully healed. Ah. Because show was attacked in the midsection. So they're really working on, between Raw and SmackDown, they're working on building up show's ring psychology. Which is good, I like that. Uh, show gets him in a bear hug, Reigns fights out, flying clothesline, Samoan drop, Superman punches blocked, Reigns jumped over the top rope to the outside. Show loses by DQ when he lifts up the 85-pound fucking ring step. What a show of strength. Yeah, my God. Effortlessly. So he trains there, tosses him into the ring between the two bottom ropes. Show tries to smash Reigns, and again, Reigns spears, stares line on Show's face. Which is cool. Kind of looked like it might have knocked him out, but as many times as they showed the replay, it's like, oh, he just, no, he, he just... Put the stairs there. When he now, did it. he make him look really good? Yeah. Okay. Nikki versus Natalia. How'd that go? Before the bell rings, Paige comes out. All right. Right? That's how I miss her. Already, how it, she been? already it's a win. So Paige hugs Natalia. Cole explains the Total Divas prank incident. Ah, oh, it's great. Shall we? All right, so basically Paige wants to hang out with Natty and, like, invites her to a party. Oh, yeah, you watch the episode, so you know more than I do. Go for oh, it. It's about Paige. So, <laughs> fucking, uh, it, uh, Fandango's there. Uh, no, no, no. Bad no, 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 there. no, 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 no. It's Fandango. No, you said it wrong. Oh. Fandango. No, no, no. It's Fandango. Oh, no. Doing it wrong. Look, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that dick was there. Bad News Barrett was there. And uh, there was, they had brownies there. And I'm like, wait a minute. She's not going to. That's not. No, she's just <laughs> so she goes, she eats it. And like, she's having a good time. And Paige is like, hey, you having a good time? You like it? You know? So like, how do you feel? And she's like, oh, I feel great. I'm having a really great time. She's like, those brownies have popcorn. She's like, what? Those brownies have popcorn. And she's like, starts like spitting it out. She goes to the bathroom and spits it into the toilet and shit. And it turns out, well, anyway, it, it gets weirder because like they go to the gym. Are you really going to leave us on a cliffhanger? No, I'm going to go to fucking the- totally, oh, okay. I'm gonna go through the whole thing. Just that, just that storyline, cause there was a lot of shit I fast forwarded. I was on the page stuff. So she's like, uh, they're at, at the, the performance center and they're on treadmills and they're just talking to each other. She's like, you know, I've never had this happen to me before. I'm freaking out. Uh, maybe it did something to me. I've never done any drugs before. I've always been clean. And she, so that's how they do things in the dungeon. Yeah. I've never gotten into any trouble. So watch the one time they're gonna do the drug test and they're gonna get me. Uh, she's like super worried. So fast forward, she's in her car with fucking Cameron, and she decides to get herself into an accident with the car to try to miss out on being tested. Because lo and behold, they were doing tests. 
Turns out, if you could, s- I'm sure, I'm sure our listeners they can hear your eye roll. Yeah, they they know by now. So right. anyway, Paige finds out about it. She goes to Daddy's house the next day. She's like, she's got like cat toys for the cats, and, right. and she's like, yeah, they're just regular brownies. She was ribbing her. And Daddy got so fucking butthurt because she was really freaking out about it. Like, she fucked her car up. She offered to pay for the damages to the car. Okay. And she gave toys to the cat. And she's like, she that's kicked good. her out. That's good. If I were Natty, I would have been pissed as soon as I as soon as I thought that there was fucking pot in the brownies. Yeah, because that could ruin her career forever. That, yeah, that that's fucking risking her job right there. That's. They're not going to be like, that, oh, that, I didn't know. That's not a prank. That's fucked up. Yeah. But Paige can do no wrong, so... A prank would be saying, here, this is a pop brownie. Enjoy. And she eats it. And she acts all stupid. And it's like, no, nah, it's not a pop brownie. Well, she says she just wants to that's, relax. See, that's a, that's a prank. I think it's a good prank. I think it went a little too far. Like, like the, what I just said was the opposite. And they actually did that on an episode of Murphy Brown. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, uh, they told Miles that the punch was spiked and he was fucking acting all loopy and shit and it wasn't. She'd be a lot more screwed up if that was an actual pop brownie. I know. Because that hits you way harder than the other ways. Allegedly, I've heard. Allegedly. That, that. Allegedly. It's fucked up. Yeah. So, uh, Cole explains that incident. There was a side Canadian leg sweep, which I'm calling it now, and now he does it. Because it's not a Russian leg sweep, because you Canadian. That's right. Nikki fought out of a sharpshooter. Bree and Paige are jawjacking. Paige takes a jacket off, throws it at Bree, a la Tamina. Hers hurts more, though. Yeah. She tosses Bree into the barricade. Nikki's distracted, and Natty rolls her up for the win. Uh, Nikki attacks Natty from behind. Paige defends Natty, kicks Nikki in the face, and she does the whole her house scream. Yeah! Backstage, Ambrose interview, not interview, but um, interview. No, he's just talking. He says he never made resolutions. All he cares about is kicking Bray Wyatt's ass all over the building and tossing him into the back of the ambulance. Simple. The match will be ugly, it'll be brutal, that's how he lives his life, and that's how he's going to end Bray's. Oh my god, he's going to kill him. The announcers mourn Stuart Scott from ESPN, who died Sunday at 49. Cancer. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow, you looked that up? That was all over the place. I don't know what the fuck this guy was. I never heard of him. It's okay. It's like, he'll be missed. Rowan versus Harper. Special referees J and J. Of course they protect Harper. They block Rowan. They don't count. They don't uh, count. Uh, uh, typical heel yeah. ref stuff. Discus closed line by Harper. Fast count. Harper wins. Post-match, J and J attack Rowan. Because, <laughs> you know. Double J. Haha, <laughs> no, it's... Oh, okay. Must have been uh, subliminal on my part. Uh, he shoves him off. Harper with another clothesline holds Rowan down for a double drop kick to the face by Jay and Chet. They each hit opposite ropes and came came at him. That sounds cool. Fucking cruiserweights. Aren't they great? And of course, Harper hits his catch pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> then they show for Scene Appreciation Night. Cena on the highlight reel as the first draft pick for Raw. Oh. Wow, way back in the way back. That's what Jericho went heel. Mm-hmm. They didn't show that much. Just saying. 
Let them know. Gotta let them know. Keep it real. Mm-hmm. Naomi backstage earlier, Alicia says nothing will come between them despite being on opposite sides of the match. Alicia makes it her total debut, total Divas debut of the Sunday. Sorry, they they on me off. And there's a standard Diva table slash powder attack, which you saw the replay of on SmackDown. So, Alicia Fox is John Jones's dealer? Has that kind of powder? I don't think. Okay. Oh, I can't go far more than I. Indeed. Should look into that. Out comes the ambulance for a commercial. Because, of course, the ambulance match is not the main event, unfortunately. No, the main event is Triple H fucking nose. That's the fucking main event. Mm. Fucking stupid fuck. Ambulance match. Dean throws Bray over the announce table into the stands. They brawl around the arena towards the ambulance. Bray tosses Dean to the back. Dean kicks Bray in the mush. Uh, Dean pulls out an ambulatory table. Because I have those now. It's a table. So how are you going to ambulate without a table? With a red cross on it. Huh. It was in the ambulance. Why wouldn't it be? What, what, what else would it be? I don't know why the fuck the ambulance needs a table. I'm, I'm dubbing it the ambulatory table. It's Devon's ambulance. He always has a table. He brought it out a second. Bray slams the door on Dean Ambrose's knee. That's the knee injury they were talking about in SmackDown. Chop lock on the ramp. Bray slams the stretcher into Dean's knee. Bray looks busted open on the bridge of his nose. Hop on top rope. Bray get Bray takes Dean knee first to the ring post. Cut to the app. Bray takes Dean face first to the post. Awkward pause in the middle of the match. Looked a little weird. Back into the ring. Dean to the top. Chop block tree away. Back to USA. Dean fights out his sister Abigail. Hits the rope rebound. Clothesline. Flurry of punches and chops. Bray hits a clothesline. Book team makes a standard ground law reference since they're in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> that look, which I'm sure our listeners heard, is exactly why I fucking. He didn't say that. Tell me he didn't say that. Yeah. Oh my god. So after he makes that reference, he's the only one laughing. Oh my god. The only thing he could have done. The only thing he could have done worse is to mention Zimmerman. Oh. That's the only thing he could have done worse. Uh, uh, JBL will probably looking at him. <laughs> so like, if I could, if, oh, if they could have had a fucking camera on them. It's like, I don't know if you ever seen, if anybody's ever seen. They probably muted their fucking mics and yelled at him. Probably. I, I don't know if anybody's ever seen Botchamania, but I'm sure many people have. There's like, there's a, there's a shot of JBL like he's he's like beside himself. <laughs> like he can't believe what he's what he's seeing. JBL seems like the type of guy that like he he's really um like where where's his emotions on his sleeve in that any reaction you get out of him is a hundred percent legit. And he can't hide a fucking thing. So if you're a fucking retard, he'll look like he'll look at you like you're a fucking retard. That's a stupid thing to say, Michael. Like for example, <laughs> that's such a stupid thing to say. Ah, uh, it's fucking great. Back to the stage, Bray grabs one of the ambulatory tables, sets up just off the stage. Dean with a diving clothesline from the stage to the floor. Dean tosses back inside, tosses a chair at Bray from inside the ambulance, because that ambulance all your chairs, too. The fuck? Why not? Uh, tosses, uh, uh, tosses Bray in to the ambulance, fights back out, tosses Dean to the closed back twice. Dean knocked onto a stretcher, rebounds. He did the rope rebound off the stretcher, into a clothesline. It's kind of cool. 
Uh, stomps the hand, uses the backboard as a weapon on Bray, hits the throat spot. It's the ambulance. You know, it puts the fucking back thing. It's cool. Hey, man. Throat spot. You don't have to go through every fucking move. I'm not. Okay. I shortened it. Some of them watched it. I shortened it. So, team positions table behind the ambulance a few feet, puts Bray on the table. Hops onto the stage, onto the top of the ambulance. Good thing there's a camera there. I mentioned that earlier. You gotta get the good directions. Right? Hits the elbow drop onto Bray on elbow the table. Up! The table breaks clean somehow. If you notice, it was straight down the middle. Pretty fucking straight. Lifts Bray up, hits <laughs> Sister Abigail. <laughs> Shut up. I had fucking Jane Bone Ginger. Leave me alone. I <laughs> Hits Sister Abigail, back of the ambulance. Bray tosses him back, kick, uh, kicks Bray in the face. Sister Abigail on the floor, Dean back in the ambulance, doors closed, Bell and Siren, and Bray wins. That's a lot of Sister Abigails, man. There were three. Total. But that's... One attempt and two. finisher, you know? Like, three times. And it's a hard-hitting move. But it looks one, like it hurts. But once into the back of the closed ambulance, and once onto the floor. Dope. And JBL sold the fact that that's only thin carpeting out there. By God. Next match. There were more matches, for some fucking reason. The Usos and Naomi versus yes. Miz, Miz Down, Alicia. Tell me Miz, Miz Down, Alicia won. Yes. Yes. With a roll-up, Miz holding Usos tights for the win. Good. Great. I like that. One of the Usos hit a not-so-sloppy Samoan jump for once. Shit. Why do they keep fuck this Samoan? How do you fuck up a Samoan drop? It's not that they fuck it up. They just do it fucking sloppy because they try to one-arm it. Yeah, they try to be all like, oh, I can do it one-arm. Um, cool. What are they doing with the other arm? Why can't they just use both arms? What are they doing with the other arm? Jerking off. Um, Alright, I, I, I don't know what that Then we had Ryback vs. Rollins. Oh, uh, that was probably a five-star classic. Kane comes out. Because uh, when Kane announced that it was two out of three falls, he's like, oh, I forgot to mention. Tanny can match? Yeah. Yeah, so Kane comes out now and says, oh, I forgot to mention I'm teaming with Rollins. Kane starts... Gets hit with a Thez Press, flying shoulder block from the top by Ryback, kick out a two. Ted Rollins powers out, King, King gets tossed, Rollins up top, back down and out to commercial. On the app, JJ distract, Rollins gets the upper hand, Ted Kane, Ryback fights back, eats a boot. Blind tag to Rollins. That's, boot. That's right. Blind tag to Rollins, back on USA, flying forearm, blind tag Kane, clothesline, boring sequence, shell shot to the illegal man Kane, curb stomp to Ryback, and another curb stomp for the win. And then we had Big E versus Adam Rose. Why are they wrestling? Give a shit. Uh, but what happened was Tyson Kidd and Cesaro were dressed as masked Rosebuds or Hosebuds and attacked B. E. For the, Big E for the DQ. Scene Appreciation Night. Authority come out. They welcome Scene into the ring. Comes out. Replay of previous week's shit segment. They bring out Team Scene to appreciate him and then they all get fired. Happy music, confetti, and balloons. Interesting. That's a nice ending. The balloons, I mean. Gotta piss. Gotta give them something for fucking torturing them for fucking three hours. Seriously. Three hours of fucking torture. So, what did you rate Raw? Two out of ten. This would be too. Just about. Smackdown notes. Rollins and JJ come out. They uh, brag about Raw. They mourn Ryback uh, the firings. Uh, that was dumb. They did the fucking bells when like a wrestler dies. I liked it. It's uh, a great heel tactic. Poor taste. But it did get the right reaction. 
Poor taste. Poor taste. If they, if they that actually... That should only be used... That should only be used one time, and that's for a fallen competitor. I disagree. It's great heel heat. Nah, bro. Find it another way. Sorry. I won't no. budge. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I'll, like, I'll, I'll agree with you on this. It's uh, If they try the opposite. If there's, like, if there's a, a ten count for a fallen comrade, fallen uh, wrestler, and a heel interrupts, I think that's more fucked up than what they did. Because well, that's legit shitting on To them. be fair, Roman Reigns coming out to interfere before it even gets that high is fine. They didn't even get a chance to be dicks. So, yeah. Why, why didn't use that as pop fuel to, like, tell them that disrespectful? Because SmackDown writers. Respect the business, bro. SmackDown writers. We would have got the smart on the side. Whatever. I can't speak for them. I'm just saying. Sure you can. You're father, IWC. I do what I want. Fuck you, Triple H. So, Reigns came down, as you mentioned. He still can't talk. Show and Kane had sloppy promos. Didn't Reigns, like, winch at the crowd? That was the best part. Him not speaking was a good thing. But, he's, but when he spoke, it was bad. Him stopped, him, when he stopped talking, and winked, was good. So we had, oh, backstage, Kane, Miz, and Mizdow, they, uh, Miz and Mizdow tried to talk, talk themselves out of the, uh, the three-way, and it doesn't work. Who talks themselves out of a three-way? Not that kind of three-way. Oh. And even still, even if it was that kind of three-way, it's Miz and Mizdow, and... Oh, that's not the cast. Exactly. No Eiffel Tower there. Okay. So we had... Uh, moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> we had Big E versus Adam Rose. It was a rematch, dude. Huh? Was it a rematch? Didn't they fight a wrong? Some shit. It was Big E versus uh, Adam Rose. I saw that. With... Yeah, I can't read my handwriting, though. <laughs> Hieroglyphics. Yeah. Fucking, that's a, a, a cat. Fucking jackal. There's no cats. Biggie versus Adam Rose. Oh yeah, with uh, Master of the U- WWE Universe at ringside yeah, for Adam Rose. Chatting with each other. Yeah, hanging out, plotting world domination, whatever. So a uh, big ending for the win. Essentially, come out. They pretty much have the same promo on Raw, except where they mention demolition and Legion of Doom on Raw. They mention Legion of Doom and the powers of pain on SmackDown. Is a berserker and a barbarian, or? Barbarian, yeah, I think that was it. Like, that was way early in my memory when that was happening. So, of course, they hit the fall man on the drivers for the win, who, as I mentioned, they would, like, when it was happening, they're just like fucking Kayentai. Sloppy fucks. Taka Michinoku and, uh, Shofunaki. Good. So then we had uh, Byron Saxon talking to the Usos, same old shit. And we were Alicia. Alicia wins with a roll up with her feet on the ropes. Those long, awesome legs of hers. Bray Wyatt talks about being in the Rumble. Ash talking more about other shit, but being in the Rumble is the big thing. We had a triple threat. Stardust and Ms. Dow were the stars, no pun intended, of that match, period. Usos retained with a splash. Barrett talks, he's in the Rumble. Then he loses to Sin Cara. From Centon, and then he hits the ball hammer. Ball hammer. Ball hammer. 
And we had Rollins and Show versus Reigns and his tag team partner D. Ambrose. Good. Sh- I mean, I was, I was, I was two thirds market out because it's two thirds of the Shield. And um, I think it was off, off. Uh, before we recorded, I said uh, that before the Shield, I thought I was immune to being a mark. And then the Shield happened. It's fucking great. It's a good match, very good match. Uh, good pacing, fucking good energy. I told you it was gonna be Dean Ambrose. I figured, especially when uh, White Bread said that uh, you have to be crazy. Yeah, full yeah. shit, man. You're like, oh, ambulance match. Uh, uh, by by I'm rights, by rights, you should have taken at least a week off. Dude, it's Friday. It's almost a week. Tuesday. No, it's Friday. It's a day. It's Tuesday. I like how when you want to prove your point, <laughs> and, then, and then you'll say. <laughs> I want, to, I want to prove mine. I'll be like, no, listen, man. It's not how it goes. That's, that's how we do. <laughs> no, listen, man. This it's it's all mean. about I'm right and you're wrong. Look, this is why you're wrong. Right, this exactly. This is why I'm right. Exactly. We need to get over it. <laughs> uh, and the win came with the Spear to Rollins after Dean Ambrose hit a fucking... Rollins inside out. Rollins knows how to sell, man. He, he gets it. He gets it. all that CrossFit he does. So that was our week in wrestling, except for NXT, and in part, except for WrestleMania 9. I will be watching that tomorrow. That's good shit. Watch NXT. I will. I'll get NXT. I just don't get the opportunity to... Oh, man. You know, I was glad I missed Raw. I had a good Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not having to worry about my spirit crushed. Because I knew it was going to happen. Kind of knew. I figured that. I gotta say, this month, this this raw was worse than last week's. I'm glad I missed it. I'm glad I missed it. I, I hated last week so much. Like last week had one segment that ruined the whole fucking thing. Yeah, like I said, it was the, it was that massage, and then I got punched in the dick instead of the happy ending. I got punched in the dick. Went to the wrong massage parlor. I did. Uh, it's like you get the sad ending. Went to, to the ball crusher massage parlor. The ball crusher. That's a fetish for some people. It's it's a you know there's different kinds of people in the world. You know, like everybody likes different things. Like there's masochists, and then there's hey, can you crush my balls? Because that really gets me off. That's so you want fucking pudding balls, bro. That is a pudding balls. What the fuck? Smackdown was better overall because it was only two hours. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I thought that's the standard. How much time was it? Oh, it was short? Oh, that was, that's good. Yeah, I mean, Raw feels longer than three hours, even though it's actually three hours and 15 minutes. It's more talking. Yeah, it's talking, a lot of selling, you know. There was, I'm trying to remember, if there was zero talking on Wrestle Kingdom 9, or vir- there was virtually... Zero talking on risk I think there was only one talker. If, like, zero or one talkers on risk Yeah, that's fucking... Um, Four-hour show, fucking great. I guess I could just say, I was going to say something deep. But, um... Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot to mention, uh, Awesome Kong is back with TNA. I know, I haven't watched this week. I'll watch it uh, probably tomorrow. Oh, spoilers. I saw. Um, Sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) She's back. I wonder what shape she's in. 
I mean, she said some interesting stuff in the past, though, about not wanting to go back there. Yeah. Well, I guess money talks, man. Money talks. And that's all I gotta say about that. I mean, she's the type of talent... She's the type of talent, in particular, because of her size, in a good way, that she really revolutionized the uh, women's division when she was there initially. And from what I've seen, she's been working out and she's gotten into better shape than she was. And if she was if she was a fucking force to be reckoned with before, fuck. Holy shit. These knockouts were in for quite a fucking wild ride. Is she the Rusev of the knockouts division? Pretty much. She fucking bitches up. Fucking, they have, um, I keep wanting to say Rebel, but only because I love that fucking ass. It's not Rebel I'm thinking of. Havoc. This chick is big, too. She's kind of a big girl, also. Um, I want to say maybe, probably, if anything, slimmer than Kong was. I haven't seen Kong recently. Slimmer than Kong was, probably around the same height. But Kong is just much more physically imposing. Than Havoc. I mean, Havoc. She she's a really cool character. Um, I haven't heard her talk at all, but you know, her her thing is she's just got like a line of red like around her eyes, but going like all the way back. So it's kind of cool. Um, comic book character ish. I don't know what comic book or what character, but something. It's a warrior thing. I guess. Okay. And she, and she's been put over as dominant, so I think it's a great time for Kong to be back at TNA because Kong's gonna establish dominance over the other the other knockouts. Havoc already has, and of course the two of them are gonna come to blows. Kong turning face is my prediction. It would have been interesting to see what they would have done with her in the E. Oh yeah, absolutely. I really wish you would have gotten a decent chance there. I mean, yeah. Because. Kong was a very, sorry, Karma, was a very different character, very different wrestler from every single other diva that has ever been in WWE. Uh, the closest thing to her probably would have been either China or Luna Vachon. Both of them were strong, powerful divas. Um, China a bit bigger. Vashon on the faster side. And the ugly side. Yeah. <laughs> were those tattoos of fucking veins she had on the side I of her head? They were veins. Yeesh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she was fantastic at crazy. The daughter of bad dog Vashon. She fucking, she took... She took fucking crazy to another level. It was fucking fantastic. She, she died, right? I think her father died. I don't think she died. Hmm. Whatever. Uh, While we're on the topic, this was episode Cult 45. Of the Basement Bookers Podcast. Make sure you follow the bookers on the Twitter, on the Facebook. Follow my bro, Jer. At Basement Jer with the wickety wackiest Twitter right. handle. You can follow this one here at Rich the Rage. You can follow us collectively 
At Basement Booker. We say things sometimes. And, uh, we're still working on the MySpace. Our social media sucks a fucking dick. Fuck you, buddy. I'm still trying to figure out how to work the MySpace. Everyone knows how the MySpace works. Fuck MySpace, though. What year is this? It's 2015. I know. It's all new now. There's, there's no more walls. no comments. It's fucking... There's no more... Top 18? There's a top 4. Top 8. And you could, like, put in codes to make fucking top higher. Top 16, I remember. Then you had, they had to, like, randomize it. <laughs> oh, they're all... Oh, no, fuck this shit. Fuck. Not, although, not for nothing. <laughs> if Facebook is that much better... Why can't I have my Facebook background, what I want? Why can't I have whatever fucking song I want play when you come to my Facebook page? Because I don't want it to take ten years for me to fucking load it. Or I go look at your shit. It's 2015. Everything is faster now. Yeah, dude, it's bad enough they let the videos run on your shit. No, 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 only when you... Yeah, but they're still playing. The sound is not on. Hey, you scroll down. To but what, what, and when they scroll back up, they stop. What if it's on the main thing? Like as soon as you open it. Like, what if you're on the main thing? Fuck you. What? <laughs> I'm not an expert here. <laughs> but, uh, why do we have a Facebook? We do. Okay. The Basement Bookers. We have a Facebook page, Basement Bookers. Right. People should go there. There's stuff there. Things happen there. That stuff. You see what you look like, a handsome young man. I posted something. Oh yeah, that's right. I posted a photo of my yeah. wife's birthday gift. Now, mind you, our birthdays were in March, a day apart. A day apart, somehow. Back to back. I mean, it was, come on, it was destined that we be brothers. That's, that's fucking right. So, my wife gave me this envelope. On the envelope, if you haven't been to the Facebook page, I'll read it to you. It says on the envelope, Rich and Jer. That's us. That's our names. She said Jerry, but I'm saying Jer. That's fine. Open on Friday together. And we opened it. And my wife got us tickets to the WWE live event at Madison Square Garden, February 27th. That's a Friday, guys. So uh, that week we won't be recording on Friday. It's a Thursday. We'll be recording on Thursday. We'll have, uh, oh, it'll be after SmackDown anyway. Yeah. It's SmackDown moves to Thursdays. Thursday! You're gonna fucking do that. <laughs> We'll have all the. We'll have live notes, probably not, because we're gonna be watching the fucking matches. We will see you on Thursday. Yes. It's good, Dean Ambrose. Probably. Okay. Tune in next week to to hear our review of Wrestle Kingdom Nine, and we'll probably talk about some NXT too. Yes. Uh, keep it locked. Keep it locked on your basement book is iTunes feed. What you you you're not review? Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I just I, listen. I, I, it's all Stitcher. Love. Stitcher makes us sound better. That's the mm-hmm. slogan. Um, uh, please take a moment to visit our sponsors. Enter the code word "Follow the Bookers" <laughs> at your checkout. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of Stitcher making us sound better, it's not only a slogan. To quote Ty- Tyson Kidd, "Fact." And we'll see you next week. Rated off for real this. Wow.